Welcome to the Purple Butterfly Podcast. I am Danielle Turner, licensed clinical social worker, self-care advocate, best-selling author, and your host of the Purple Butterfly Podcast. This is a weekly wellness podcast I created to help you learn tricks, tips, and tools for self-care, mental health, and overall wellness in order to help you achieve a happy and healthy life of clarity and balance. Self-care is not selfish, it is necessary. That is why I am here to help you get back on track and back into the game with lessons learned, tips, education, and knowledge from my amazing guests. So sit back and relax as we take a journey into the Purple Butterfly. Good morning, Amanda. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. So today my guest is Amanda. Amanda has a prolonged history of education and experience in the mental health and wellness field and social services. She received her undergrad degree in family science from Montana State University and pursued a master's of social work temporarily before having to attend to her own needs after facing a great number of losses in a short span of time. Although her healing journey has not been easy, Amanda now has the confidence and resilience to meet challenges head on with compassion and grace. She pays that forward by using her education, experience, skills, intuition, and passion to help other women make peace with their past, fall in love with their present, and get excited about their future. As a certified emotional wellness counselor, an advanced EFT practitioner and speaker, she believes all women have to navigate difficulties and barriers in their lives and deserves to find safe, braver spaces that empower them to discover and embody their inner badass selves and live in alignment with their core values and needs. Amanda identifies as a fat, queer, disabled woman with chronic and mental illness and strives to be an advocate working to create a world more accessible, just, equitable, and compassionate for all. I love all of that. Every last thing. <laughs> Talk to us about EFT because a lot of people may not know what that actually is. Okay. So EFT stands for emotional freedom techniques. It's also widely known as tapping. Mm -hmm. And it is a practice that was developed in the 90s by Gary Craig and Dr. Roger Callahan, and it basically combines Eastern techniques of knowing the acupressure meridian points and tapping on those to activate kind of what that does in your body and combining that with some Western therapy, kind of a little bit of cognitive behavioral therapy, neuro-linguistic programming, right? Some of that talk therapy stuff. And what it does when you combine those two, the tapping on the acupressure meridian points calms down our primal brain. It calms down our amygdala, our limbic system, all that kind of stuff. And our sympathetic nervous system, right, that's pumping the mm -hmm. adrenaline and cortisol, it calms all of that down, which allows us to get to our higher thinking centers, dig into our subconscious, right, all those other amazing parts of our brain, because our brain is a very complex organ, but its job is to protect itself and us, right, keep us safe. So it often reverts to that primal brain when we're activated. And so the tapping on those acupressure meridian points calms all of that down. And then the talk therapy goes in and helps kind of rewire old thought patterns, limiting beliefs, rework emotions around trauma, 
So EFT can be used from everything from habit cessation or building. So people use it for food cravings or stopping smoking, those kinds of things, to PTSD, trauma, parts of self-work, really deep inner healing. Mm. It's an amazing tool. Yeah, I love EFT. Um, it's very effective for some people. Yes. Yeah. So talk to us a little bit about how EFT can help with regulating our emotions. So it helps us figure out what emotions we're feeling, how intensely we're feeling them, where we're feeling them in our body. And then as we get to tapping and we calm everything down, our subconscious gives us the knowledge of where those emotions come from, right? So if it's a long-standing thing that has been built through a series of events in our life, right? So if we're suffering from anxiety, let's say that started at age seven when you had something happen that was really embarrassing and everybody was laughing at you and it made you feel really embarrassed and you know, ashamed. And then you were nervous to do things like that, where you, you know, put yourself out there and be, and you have all these kind of building evidence right throughout the years that support that. And what EFT can do is go back and rework each of those incidences and then take away that help lessen or take away that anxiety. So it helps us kind of identify emotions, regulate them. And then it also starts to help build pathways and skills for you to respond to emotions differently, to cope with emotions that are difficult to navigate in a more empowered, resourced way. Nice. So as an EFT practitioner, okay, so I will go on YouTube occasionally, right? (laughs) Because I like to do YouTube. And I have seen, you know, people tapping on YouTube. Would you suggest that someone YouTube it? Because in my mind, I feel like they need to come to someone like you who is a professional because you know, the internet, you don't know if this person right. is a professional or not. And you might be just, you know, tapping all the wrong places. And then you're like, this isn't working. <laughs> are tons of people out there. There's TikTok, there's YouTube, there are apps. I mean, there are tons of places and spaces where you can find tapping to follow along and kind of DIY it. And that's great. We all need a starting place, right? When we're trying a new tool. Where I recommend finding a professional and a practitioner to work with is if you do have PTSD or if you have lifelong anxiety or depression or kind of those deeper diagnoses or emotional kind of issues or things that are going on. And it's not something that's just, I don't want to say acute, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I mean, that is kind of a word that fits, right? So, or if you've had trauma or you know, big life events happening. So EFT came in. So I had done talk therapy. I had done EMDR. I had done hypnosis. And then I found EFT tapping and it was the key that unlocked big healing for me along with self-care. And so for me, it was being able to go in, gain more awareness, rework emotions around past traumas and past setting events and gain more insight about myself. I'm, I'm someone who loves personal development and growth and mostly from that space of, oh, now the puzzle pieces are fitting together. Now this makes sense. So it's great if you want to go learn something that you can use kind of in those little moments. But if you are suffering from something that's bigger, see a practitioner. And the reason for that is we're going to walk you through it in a different way than you can do it yourself. We're going to ask you questions that maybe you're not ready to ask yourself, which is going to unlock things in your subconscious that need to come forward. And the biggest barrier kind of to people wanting to do FT is they are terrified Mm -hmm. and I don't blame them. It is a very deep healing tool. We get deep fast. In fact, especially with me, I am super intuitive. I am 
highly attuned to, you know, and I will, in the first session, within the first few minutes, I have a gift for making people cry. And that for some people is very uncomfortable, but they're crying because they have had this emotional awakening, this aha moment of, oh my gosh, it goes clear back to this event. Or, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize I felt that way. Or, oh my, everything makes sense now. And I wish I had $5 for every time somebody said, what are you doing to me? I had no idea, you know, because it is just so powerful when you do it with a practitioner, because we get to be a mirror for you in a different way. And so one thing I will say is if you are going to do the apps or if you're going to do the YouTube, learn it on there and then practice it in your mirror. Mm, Okay. Because there is that power in having some sort of mirror or reflection back to you when doing EFT. Mm -hmm. I also feel like you get a better understanding of what you're going through. Like you said, you're going to ask certain questions. YouTube is not really getting the background knowledge of what you're Very generic. It's very surface level because they can't know. They don't know who's watching the YouTube, right? So those that are doing the YouTubes and the TikToks and all those things, they're doing their best to kind of do a very generic, what I like Dr. Peter Stapleton and kind of calls the tabletop, right? You're doing very generic surface level. And that's great. It's a great starting place. Again, I'm also an activist, right? Everybody needs a starting point right? for, you know, white folks that are starting their anti-racism work or anybody that's starting any new thing that's really big and creates big change within how you think about things. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs a starting point. I, I agree. But when you realize that starting point, plateaus or you're not getting as deep or you're not feeling that emotional shift, find yourself a practitioner. So one thing you mentioned when you were talking is for you, the EFT and self-care was very important in your healing journey. Let's talk about that self-care because for me as well, in my healing journey, self-care was everything along with therapy, you know, and doing the the hard work, but that self-care piece was very, very important. And I know you just had your self-care challenge. So talk to me about your challenge. (laughs) Yeah. So it was called from basic to badass self-care because I'm all about, I'm all about badass. I have the word tattooed on my wrist even. And you know, there's a lot of, you know, badass often gets thrown around a lot, but to me, it's just really about like, everybody looks not their best self, their most authentic self, but it really, it's just about like, I am going to unapologetically be myself because I grew up a fat woman. I've had multiple people, you know, tell me that my existence is wrong or should be different. So that's where badass comes from, but back to (laughs) self-care. So yeah, we covered the myths and misconceptions of self-care because there's a lot of myths out there that Things that are more self-indulgence are what self-care is. So it makes it feel like self-care is really for those that have a lot of money or time or privilege. And that's not true. Self-care is a necessity and it's absolutely something everyone should be doing. Mm -hmm. We talked about the blocks and barriers to self-care, right? Whether that's old internal programming of you're not supposed to prioritize yourself because you're supposed to put others first, or I'm not worthy. I don't deserve to take care of myself. We talked about what whole person self-care is because that's the model I use. So it looks at all eight areas of the wellness wheel. So yes, there are things like occupational, environmental, and financial Mm self-care, right? People often think of mind, body, and spirit. So, you know, mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, social self-care, but there are more parts to self-care. There's eight whole areas, right? And that blows people's minds. They're like, what? (laughs) I have to do that much self-care? Trust me, it's way easier than it sounds. And so was the last day of the challenge was how do you make a self-care plan that is accessible and sustainable for you? And really it's about knowing your core values, knowing your limitations, right? I'm disabled and chronically ill. 
I'm not going to be, and I'm not a morning person. Like you got me up extra early for today because I love being here and I want to be here, but I don't do that on the regular, right? Because I know my limitations. Right. I'm never going to be somebody that sets a 6 a.m. alarm and yeah. is like ready to go. Right. But I'm in a group program where there's a ton of women that are super, like they're up at 5 a.m. They're doing their morning pages. And I'm like, good for you, but that's never going to be me. You got up at 11 right? p.m. <laughs> looking at the moon, doing my thing, like, you know, right. I know my limitations. And so self-care for me, it's not going to be running a marathon. It's not going to be getting up at 6am. Right. It's not going to be those kinds of things. It's going to be how many spoons do I have today? Mm -hmm. Does that mean I get to take a shower today? Do I need to go sit in my hot tub? What do I need? So that to me is, you know, those are the four kind of core big pieces of self-care is myths and misconceptions. Know what is and isn't true. What's getting in your way what is self-care even like what model do I want to use? And then how do you make it so that you can keep going, right? Have this plan. And then in that, I talk, give yourself some grace and compassion, man. This world is hard yeah, enough. Exactly. And mm -hmm. no two days are going to look the same, right? Mm -hmm. We have this idea of perfection in this culture and toss that ish out the window <laughs> and also know that rest is a radical revolutionary act if you don't follow the nap ministry on instagram please go do i love their account because they preach rest and play and joy right like just we need to shift our culture so much and that's what i'm trying to do in the work that i'm doing because we really are stuck in this capitalistic plugging along the feeds the patriarchy and yeah, mm -hmm. it's time right. to get rid of that and hustle culture. Right. It's, it's okay to sit down sometimes. Just sit somewhere and be still. That's fine. Yes. And nothing's going to happen. Everything you need to do will still be there. Nothing's going to gonna go away. Just sit down right. and listen to your body. You know, I love how yeah. you say, I'm not waking up at six in the morning because my body doesn't like that. <laughs> right. So right. I think we don't listen to our body enough and we force ourselves to do things that just don't feel good. So then, you know, we're not really taking care of ourselves, you know, we live in dis-ease and discomfort and we shorten our lifespan or we just live miserably. And, you know, I lost my dad at 62 and he passed away to cancer. He was diagnosed at 52. So he spent 10 years battling and that just really taught me that life is precious. We mm -hmm. really don't know how long we have and we've got to make the most of it. I agree. And we just really do a disservice to ourselves when we buy into the, all the things that the patriarchy and capitalism want us to buy into that hustle culture, that perfection. Mm -hmm. And it's time to toss all of that out the window and it's starting to happen, right? Those conversations are happening. Yeah. I see it on TikTok and other social media <laughs> right now that we've had this global pandemic and people have gotten a taste of what it's like Ooh. to work from home and have a different pace. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I'm, I'm hopeful. <laughs> I'm hopeful that the revolution comes that we kind of, you know, I am hopeful. I love it. I love it. Where can people reach out to you? How can we get in on this challenge when it comes back around? Because I hope you're going to do it again. <laughs> yeah, I will definitely run it again now that I know what I'm doing a little bit more. <laughs> and I also have a group program coming up. Yeah, there's lots of ways to work with me. Easiest place to find me is I'm on Instagram under my business name, which is Value Yourself Counseling. I also have a Facebook page if people are still on there. Again, Value Yourself Counseling. And then I'm on TikTok, but I'm not very good about being on there. But my handle on TikTok is EFT Badass Amanda. 
So yeah, those are kind of the places and spaces to find me. And I'm still working on my website. I'm horrible with technology. I'll get there someday. When I do, it'll be valueyourselfcounseling.com. That's the easiest thing. It's just my business name, Value Yourself Counseling, and you'll find me. I love it. Thank you, Amanda, for coming into the podcast today and dropping all these gems on us. Greatly appreciate it. Thank you for having me. It's been fun. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Purple Butterfly Podcast. And a special thank you to my guests. Join me weekly to continue the conversation about self-care, overall wellness, mental health, and so much more. If you're interested in learning more about self-care and overall wellness, be sure to check out InnerU Clinical Services, LLC, on both Instagram and Facebook as well as my website, www.interullc.com. You can also find me on LinkedIn at Danielle Turner. Until next time, remember, self-care is not selfish. It is necessary. Make yourself a priority and take care of you.